This is a HeadGum Original. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Welcome to the pit wall. Woo! (laughs) Energy. I'm ramping it up. To a 10. I love it. I'm going to keep it at this level the entire fucking show. Let's go, go. boys and Marika. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the pit wall, everybody. It's an F1 podcast for casual fans. I'm the podcast principal, Casey Donahue, and I'm joined, as always, by Marika. I already forgot the last time what what we said. Zach Brownlee. No. Yeah, but she changed it. Yeah, now oh. it's um he break checked me. Brownly. <laughs> uh, he break checked me brownly. How about he bra- he brown checked Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Marika, he brown checked Lee. <laughs> the late Jaking Hurwitz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did realize last episode that it sounds like I'm dead, but that's good. That's good. <laughs> and Andrew pile up. Yeah, sick. We nailed it. Today we are talking about Drive to Survive. You guys ever heard of it? Fuck yeah. Episode four. Episode four. Like father, like son? Question mark? Yeah, that's uh, yes. it. That's the one. <laughs> yes. Like father, like son. Uh, this is a, a Hass episode. And it's an episode that, that Jake had been teasing that that it'll show how Gunther is a, is a total asshole that, t- that yeah. turned Jake against Gunther. Gunther showed his oh. true colors this episode. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's an I interesting thing. No, I was watching the episode and I was like, Jake's on to something here. I think he's a I think he's a bad guy. <laughs> At the very least, he's kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go I'll go with dickhead. Yeah, go bad guy is a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In comparison well, get, to all the bad guys in the sport, yeah, he's yeah. pretty I've seen some he's worse a, guys. I think yeah. they're all dickheads. And then if you're a dickhead and you're winning, you become a bad guy. So right. he's a dickhead and he's losing. So he can he can just stay a dickhead. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think <laughs> right, I think good. we can we can all agree on that. Uh, but let's get into this episode. I I'll say it off the top. I loved this episode. I thought this really? was I interesting. an incredibly structured piece of television. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get into it. I think I think I I think that I agree. I I have a very 
I don't know. I have a weird relationship with uh, the Schumacher family ever mm. since I found out that uh, Michael Schumacher is like comatose or basically dead. I, I didn't know that because I'd only been watching uh, Formula One and they never talk about it. Yeah. And they never say like, they just talk about how great he is. And it sounds mm. like he's just enjoying retirement. And I was on a flight and I was wearing my Ferrari hat, started talking to some older guy. Um, and then he was like, yeah, it's a shame about Schumacher. And I didn't want to pretend like I, or I didn't want to, I didn't want to show Mick, my right? hand. So, I, so I, was, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then I like just slightly Googled what, what he was talking about. Cause I was like, I don't think Michael Schumacher is dead and technically he's not, but I didn't, yeah. Does anybody yeah. else want to explain what it is? Because it's it's sad. And I, I think, think I know I, I know just as much as you do, Jake. Like that's the extent of what I, I know. I think that's also like purposeful in terms yeah, of yeah. like what they're like. I think a lot of people just don't know the extent of how he is. Right, and they're, like, because that's it what that the way. family. The, yeah. yeah, the family wants that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think you can infer that it's pretty bad that no one has really seen him for like a decade and yeah he's probably it was a uh, it was it was a it was some kind of accident right it like was a, a skiing accident, skiing accident. Yeah, yeah skiing accident hit his head yeah. i mean the guy drives formula one for however many years over a decade and like gets in plenty of accidents wins like seven championships and then it's a freaking skiing accident that doesn't mean like this it's like insane yeah and Mick was so there apparently, sad. which is really fucking sad. Yeah, I th that was a, that was an extra reason why I thought Gunther was an asshole because Mick just seems like such. He's, I don't know if he's a great racer, but he's so fucking he's, sweet. He's a, he's a little he's a precious. Little, boy. Yeah, he's a little baby boy. <laughs> he he's apologizes for swearing. I know. <laughs> I'll even just even the way he says "copy" on over the radio. Like, copy. there's yeah. some people that would that could never copy. do that. Like Max could never. <laughs> Let's go, boys. <laughs> He's so small. Let's get um, some points today. I think I it's mean, also maybe yeah. the same way that Gaspard Ulil died earlier in 2021. Like mm. the same sort of skiing accident. Jesus, oh, really? Like really? Everyone should yeah. stop skiing. It's yeah, never. Kind of, yeah, it's it's like, never it's will. Same. It's not that fun either. Well, it's you like, never will because you uh, already broke your hip. So I broke yeah. my hip. You're not allowed to skate. <laughs> I'll never. I'll never do it. It's too cold. Yeah, true. Uh, anyway, anyway, mm -hmm. drive to Gunther. survive. Got right. there. This episode opens on uh, on 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 Gunther, and it's it's this great little sound bite that I've I've seen a bunch already. Where he is talking about how uh, he's feeling good about the car, and he was—he's like, you know, this time last year I would have—I'm uh, gonna say what what everyone thought he said. Yeah, this time last year I would have fucked the whole paddock to to get points. Was it? Was that what he was <laughs> yeah. saying? Uh huh. Yeah, for and a point, then, I think. Yeah, for for a point. <laughs> and then the reporters yeah. like. I'm sure the Americans are fine with the language, but but I apologize for it. Yeah, because uh, they have to they have to apologize on British television when someone curses, which is great. I mean, they do thing. that in America too. Really? Yeah, we're I we're even more conservative. You guys remember uh, uh, the 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 
Janet Jackson Super Bowl, the nipple gate. I no, mean, never that, heard of it. It ruined the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show for a decade. Yeah, it really did. Uh, yeah, uh, that that was like a shot fired at Americans from some probably some. This was worse, some in my opinion. British guy who's still <laughs> hung up on the Revolutionary War. Yeah, you lost, uh, losers. Yeah, you lost. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Uh, so he says, "I apologize for 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 the for the language." And then Gunther looks confused, and he's like, "What language did I did I drop an f bomb? What did I say?" And he asks the reporter, "Like what what language did I use?" And he said, "What did you say you would do to the whole paddock?" And he pauses, and goes, "Hugged. I would have hugged the whole paddock." <laughs> I'm it's happy to the report accent. that these subtitles do say "fucked." Yeah, so it they, sounds they write on like he says "fucked." Yeah, yeah. I don't believe <laughs> right. him for a second. It seems like he realized it after the fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very funny. That's uh, why, why, why. I was gonna say why you gotta love Gunther, but I think I'm with a bunch of Gunther haters here. You are <laughs> not me. I'm on the fence, but I will say the next shot going to him riding a jet ski. Yeah, cut to Gunther on a jet ski. <laughs> it put me back on track for a bit. <laughs> It's like he's, what he's on jet earth? skiing around with his daughter, who's like he's a t- crazy driver. When they park, I guess in North Carolina. Yeah, that was the weirdest part. The like fuck? they vacation. He he lives in like the Dolomites, the prettiest yeah. place in the world. So he needs to go on vacation in uh, in North Carolina. That seems. I don't think it's vacation. Up. I think he lives there. I, he's gotta I be, mean, he's gotta be close to Gene. Yeah, yeah. I think it. Yeah, that's oh. what I was thinking too. I yeah. mean, it did seem like the way that they're talking later in the episode, it seemed like they're on vacation, but hmm. I think it's a vacation house easily. Right. Maybe he has a vacation. I mean, if he lives in North Carolina year round, he's got to have he's a place up in Asheville. He's I mean, got to have a place has up zero in Cashers. Yeah, yeah. She speaks perfect French and, or perfect German and English, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um. So yeah, Gunther Gunther's water skiing. We we see him in an interview going, Haas is back. Uh this is so fucking cool. Uh I love it. It's very Kenny Powers. It's Gunther Gunther is Kenny Powers uh to me. Oh, well, he is now with the jet ski. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It really cemented it. Um I'm loving it. I'm loving Gunther. I'm loving the vibes. He's also um, like failure for Gene is not an option, and it's yes. like he kind of he's been doing yeah. that for years. I think it's, it kind of is right? right. It's not it's not the option; it's the default. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He talks about how how they have a whole new car. They kind of like rebuilt it from the previous season, um, and I I don't think they talked about it in the episode, but I I do remember it being like very much a Ferrari, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they have their deal with Ferrari mm-hmm. that they make over wine and meat salad. Right. That's why the beginning of last the beginning of last season when the Ferraris were so good and Haas was so good, it was like, oh my God, Ferrari's gonna win and Haas is gonna um come in fourth or something. Yeah. This yeah. is gonna be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Um yeah, Gunther says failure for Gene is not an option and that they need two drivers scoring points consistently. Uh and this is this is crazy to hear because when I when I started watching 
last season, like five races in, Haas was nowhere near scoring scoring points. Mm-hmm. So the fact that just like a couple weeks before they were like, "We are going, we're gonna, we're gunning for fourth place," is wild to me. Yeah. Um, from there, we see the title Jetta, <laughs> the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. We see Carlos getting photographed by a Ferrari photographer. Delightful. And asking if Charles had done the same thing. Yeah. yeah. The, the photographer's like, put your hands up behind your head. And, and Carlos like, is no. like, no, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. And well, he's, Charles he already right did it. To say it. Yeah. <laughs> Charles did it already. And then, and then he's like, okay. And, he's, and then he does the pose. They snap the shots. It's very funny. God, that's good. <laughs> um, and we, so we see Gunther talking about how hard Mick is working. Uh, he's you know, so we, tiny. He's so we said tiny. It before, but he's so small. Mick Schumacher <clears throat> is really small? No, just like in his demeanor. In a in a positive way. Like, yeah, he's like, he's a mouse. like he's, he's a mouse that right. lives in a small. hole. Yeah. yeah, I see, I see. He's um, a nice small boy. Yeah. yeah. How old is he? gent. Uh, I don't two. know, but... <laughs> he's two? To, to learn... <laughs> he's a big boy. <laughs> to learn that he and Max vacation together as children shook me to the core. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never, this is, they yeah. couldn't have never gone too in far in, it, like, in too far different yeah. directions. Yeah. And to, to lead into that, they're, 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 they're interviewing mick and it's so funny that like everyone's dreams or their goals are always like world champion i want to be world champion and mick is like score points it's a dream of mine to score points <laughs> yeah god and don't they also they do like a flashback interview of like um Jos Verstappen and yeah. uh michael schumacher and it's like do you want your son to race and michael schumacher is like kind of says no yeah and, he's hesitant <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, they're like, like this yes. is the first argument like, yeah, we're going to have. Like, yes, absolutely, he will race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he, he will punches work Max. at the gas station for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> so wild. There's also um, like a shot of Michael Schumacher holding Max and Mick. <laughs> they're like tiny. I assumed yeah. it was both of them. It was just like crazy. Like I, is... I never thought that was like <clears throat> the pairing of like childhood friends all of this uh this this little section where where they're talking about uh who mick's father was who max's father was they've kind of vacationed together growing up like their childhood friends and their fathers were race car drivers uh and will they grow up to to race each other like that's the question here uh and then we we obviously they are because they're on drive to survive but this is all this is this is the part of like this is such a perfectly constructed episode of television, right? Because it's this is up yeah. all setting up later, yeah. for what happens later, I, and uh, it's so good. I love it. Um, it's important to know who who Mick is in this. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, Max always ruins a good narrative. I don't think he. <laughs> I, I don't think he. I think Max to is very likable in this episode. I I did too. I he, is he comes off as extremely sweet. Yeah, and I also think he. I mean, everyone kind of talks well about this, but I think just the whole thing about like, obviously, Mick's last name is like such a hindrance to him. Yeah, yeah. But he's, um, I, yeah, I think there's like 
the quote later on where he's like, I don't see it as that, which I think is a nice way of looking at yourself, a healthy way of looking at yourself. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, everyone's pretty honest about how they look at him, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did feel, I truly, in my notes, was like, this is the nicest I've ever seen Max be about any person, ever. Like, just like genuinely very said very nice things about him. <laughs> Who else has has Max grown up with? I know, like I know he would race Charles in in yeah uh, when they were karting. Um, um, is there like anyone else on the grid that I think I, like most of them that are around yeah. his age are pretty much? It seems like a very small world. Yeah. I think like the. In. I mean, I don't know. I feel like this is the first I'm seeing of like actual like very very small childhood friendship sort of thing but I think there's like the Max Charles Esteban Pierre Lance are kind of like all also like Nicholas Latifi were kind of like all in the same area and they're like late 20s and like Mick mid, is on the earlier side of that. Mid, they're no, they're like mid twenties. Yeah, they're Max, like Max 24. is like twenty four. Because Mick seems like noticeably younger than Max. To me, yeah, I think that's, that's just his demeanor. Yeah, but let's see. I'll look up his age right now. He's twenty four. They're the same age. Huh. I guess so. Yeah. Well, I think uh, one was babied and one was not, and. <laughs> <laughs> and one's a champion, and one's just a a really nice guy. Well, I, I <laughs> and mean, what's you more know, important? Okay, Mick Schumacher won he F two and F three. He he's, yeah, he he's, had the pedigree not just from his name coming into F one. I don't think anyone gave yeah. him a seat because of his. This name. episode he, really he made he it literally seem like won. he had never driven a car. <laughs> All before. the other championships he could have won yeah. to be an F one. Yeah, I do. You did. Think, do you think him in a Red Bull? He is a world champion. I think any. I think I. I. If I was in a Red Bull, I'd be a world champion. Anyone <laughs> could drive that car <laughs> faster than anyone else. You heard it, folks. We got to get pile in that Red, Red Bull. Bull. We'd love um, to see your lap time. Yeah, truly. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, I do feel like, like he. I don't know. I feel like when I would watch races where he wasn't performing well, I didn't really think about it as like he should be better like because of his name uh it was just kind of like his car is shit and that's like what he has to deal with like he's not driving a better car where he can improve it's just like he has what he has and like just to be clear that is that's also my opinion i'm only fucking with uh mick out there i think steiner (laughs) is the asshole and i think uh (laughs) I think Gunther, my reason for hating Gunther is that he always blames the drivers and not the car himself or Gene Haas. Yeah. And I think that's He does that's do a issue. lot of driver blaming here. Um, and there's and speaking, a lot. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to continue on. <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um. Well, speaking of Gunther, uh, we we see someone take a selfie with him at, at, at Jeddah, uh, and and tells him how much, how he's a perfect television personality. Uh, Gunther seems very uh, he doesn't seem to know what to do with people liking him. 
Yeah, there's. I don't remember if it's this episode or another one, but he there were like fans yelling for him, and there's a shot of him like walking through the gates, and he's just like, "Save me!" Yeah, yeah, uh, it's wild. Um, uh, but we 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 see we see people fanning over him, uh, and and then we cut to an interview where he says each position is worth ten to fifteen million dollars. Is that true? Is that really you get like so like uh, if, like in if the championship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you end uh, in seventh uh, and sixth place, gets rewarded like fifteen million dollars. Like that's is that how this works? Is that how this shit works? Yeah, they get a lot of prize money as to the from the they ever talk about that. I don't like remember ever knowing what the actual amount is because it's not clear until the end of the year because they like all pay into a pool or something like what's how does that work do we even know no i have no idea <laughs> I, I can't believe they do I, this is shocking I thought it was all me. i thought it was all for glory that kind of changes <laughs> formula one for me <laughs> i'm actually all volunteers because of that um yeah I don't know. I don't know the money amount, but then there's also like the wind tunnel stuff that decreases in time as you get higher and stuff that like in theory and is that's, supposed to cancel that seems stuff out. To be something, uh, uh, not to get off the episode for a second, but uh, uh, Red Bull is worried about about the fact that they had less wind tunnel time this season, and they think it is going. Uh, other teams will catch up to them. Yeah. Uh, this season which seems impossible but yeah not if i'm driving (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway mick wants to prove he's faster than kevin okay man kevin also loves mick which i love yeah yeah Yeah. i found that very wholesome because there's a lot there's just like a ton of insane conversations of in this episode of Gunther, like, talking to Kevin about the business and, like, being, like, basically, like, negotiating with him about, like, who should be the next driver. I couldn't tell if he was talking to Kevin because they never show the face of... uh, Sometimes they they did. Yeah. But there are moments, like, where they're, like, talking about... Like, someone says, like, well, you could get rid of him. Like, I don't think that's Kevin. I think that's just, like, another person. I don't think that one was Kevin, but there were some, like, the the one during this scene is, like, he's clearly talking to Kevin. um, And because Kevin's, like, responding, like, you Mm -hmm. know, Nick is doing better and that sort of stuff. Um, Is Is this the episode that had Kevin on his houseboat? Or was that an earlier episode of the season that was an earlier one all right well shame i didn't get to talk about it but that's my dream yeah like i could tell the house boat? no he lives in a cool house or he lives oh, in a yeah. yeah he lives in a nice house but then was he had like one of those like yeah, yeah copenhagen he, oh yeah I don't that was house, a cool he has scene just one where of those, he throws like, his kid like a yeah. one-year-old yeah. kid into the, into the canal hell yeah. yeah he's got like a, one of those canal boats which just yeah, seems yeah, fucking yeah. goddamn the dream the dream um but there's just so much there's so many shots of what feel like Gunther like gossiping about Gene and He's the a business He's in a shit this episode. Which I just thought I was crazy. I can't cre- believe like, he still has a job. It's crazy to it me is that ki- like yeah, that Gene Haas watches this show and is like, Oh yeah, yeah. Gunther's the right guy. <laughs> like I love the <laughs> dynamic between He's a jackass. 
<clears throat> Gene and 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 Gunther where it's in this nuts. episode it's so funny just looking at the door that says Gunther's Steiner on it and he's always on a phone call with him it's so funny to me uh, yeah. but we will get there after I mention uh, Mick put or uh, Kevin puts his lap time in in Saudi Arabia Mick is trying to beat it and totals the car like absolutely destroys this car little, little dude went sliding across the track the car split into three pieces yeah yeah that happened several times yeah. during this and like he was Nick's like crashes really are spectacular it's pretty insane they're like, yeah. it's like wild entire parts like halves Fly come off. off yeah he and he get and he gets out and he's fine and as soon as gunther knows he's fine he gets he's angry pissed. Yeah. he's fucking <laughs> yes he's pissed i also like that mick was like that wasn't supposed that wasn't meant to happen <laughs> it's like of course little buddy we know <laughs> it's okay bud you all right you all right pal but i also felt like they set up that crash in an insane way the first one because it is the like competition with kevin of like and his engineer is like you have to push you have to push you have to push and he's like mm -hmm. my tires can't handle this and then he spins out so but they like make it they frame it as like it's a mistake he made he doesn't know when to like go yeah, like to the next was, level or something but they're like push 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 yeah they frame <laughs> it where he's trying to beat kevin's lap time when nobody needed him to beat right. kevin's lap time yeah um so yeah he crashes in the wall gunther is pissed uh we hear him talking talking to gene uh, and on the the first of many phone call scenes in this episode, and he says we gave him a year to prepare, and the second race he totals a car. Fucking hell! Uh, is this where wild. he started to to wane on 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 Gunther, Jake? This this reaction yeah. here. Mick is just so nice to him, and yeah. and Gunther. I feel like he's just like two faced, like because he's nice to Mick's face, and then like talks a bunch of shit about him on the radio behind his back yeah like truly if i was mick watching this episode i'd be like what the fuck <laughs> like, yeah oh wow did everyone on the team hate me and talk shit about me this yeah it's so sucks. wild it's also, i was really bummed about the garage guy who was like it was a fucking waste of time or whatever i was yeah. like that's, yeah. that's the most guy. cutting thing ever yeah. when it's like Nothing is really on the line for this guy. He has kind of a dream job, and he's just like, yeah, fuck this place. This guy sucks. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, damn, dude. It's just wild that the concept of this episode is like, Mick costs so much money. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, that's the complaint, which, you know, fair, but also like, it's Formula One. That's I don't know. Formula One. Right. Yeah, it is and like, funny. It, some of the like, blame yeah. has to be on the car not being good, right? It can't just be like yeah. our driver can't keep the car on the track. I guess I guess well, it, we'll, it's we'll, not a great we'll look that Magnuson can do it. Yeah. Yeah, that that comes up uh in a little bit, but um uh where we're at in the episode, uh you know, Gunther's on the phone. Gene says have a little talk with Mick. Uh he's in over his head. Uh so so right. we're we're seeing Gene is already like, uh, I don't know. Uh, which I think uh, ramps up Gunther's being like, I, I know for sure it's not. This isn't the right driver for us. It's um, race two. It's race two. Yeah. <laughs> he's a rookie. Yeah. Of course he's in over his fucking head. 
Uh, so Gunther thinks it was a needless crash. Mick admits it was probably the wrong track for him to be pushing so hard uh, so early on in his career. Um, uh, and then uh, I think this is this was Mick who said this, but I got a quote here. Nobody's hanging around. No, this is absolutely Gunther. Gunther. Nobody's hanging <laughs> around here having a good time in Formula One. You need to perform. I love this quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. He's not wrong. I'm still on Gunther's side. <laughs> I'm team Mick till I die. I, look, I'm team Mick, but I don't hate Gunther. I like I like all this stuff. <clears throat> this is good stuff. He goes back to North Carolina, right? Like Good. Stay there. <laughs> also, Gene says you can't develop talent. Yes. Do we think that's true? <clears throat> Of course not. That's why they that, that, that they do that all the time, right? Yeah, right. It's like, isn't that what you make like simulators for and practice yeah. and train people and like F two, F three? Yeah, I, if you were yeah, like, there's like there's oh, a spark, is... there's a special something that'll that sure. that is rare. But when you find that, you can develop it. I think that's the point. Yeah, yeah, but but the, I think I think. They're, they're, what they're trying to say is there is no spark. Like the apple fell too right. far from the father's tree. He doesn't have what Michael had. Um, you know, I, I get, I get the you can't develop talent. Like, look, I have uh, raw driving talent. Uh, it's clear when I play Gran, Gran Turismo Seven. It's clear when I'm on the go kart track. Sure, I could be developed into a world class world championship driver <laughs> i but just the, need my dad to leave me at the gas station i'm too old <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me do it uh so i get it you know you can't you can't develop you can't develop the it factor and maybe know, Mick just doesn't like, have the it factor he's probably beaten hundreds of people over his career now in f2 and f3 and karting and stuff and now he makes it to F1 where there's like 20 other people or 19 other people to compete with. And they're like, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah. He got so close. He's just worse than the 19 other guys. <laughs> Can't help it. Like that's it's so defeatist and weird to me. I agree. Wait, was last year his first year? Um, no. As a main driver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a like, reserve. What? He was a reserve. Before. No, 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 no. The year before, the year before oh, was his it? first year because Nikita Maspin was yes. the his worst counterpart right, that made him right, look right, 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 right. a lot better. Mm -hmm. Right. I totally forgot about that. How yeah. can so I forget about Maz's Do you, does spin? Your opinion, <laughs> Maz's spin. Does your opinion change now that you know he was uh, in his second year? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I think it's still considered a rookie year. The first year, right? The first full year. Yeah. 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 This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, 
and keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast Vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As the episode goes on, we go into this little uh, a little uh, montage of Mick crashing uh, in, in Miami. He crashes in Monaco. Uh, we see Gunther and, and Kevin talk about Mick. Every time he tries to give more, he fucking crashes, according to Gunther. Uh, they, this this episode really pits Gunther against Mick for sure. Right? Yeah, which I guess that's what that's where I turned against. Like you take somebody that's just so kind and pure hearted as Mick, <laughs> and then if somebody if somebody says anything against him, yeah, I just but feel nobody's like that having guy's a, a good time in Formula One. You got to understand that, Jake. This isn't fun. They're not friends for sure. You're definitely not having fun if you're uh, involved with Haas. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree with him on that. Exactly. Yeah. Max is a world champion, and I think no, he's having no fun whatsoever. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, yeah that's also true. <laughs> Who's I having also... the most fun? It's Alonso is having the most yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's Alonso. Oh, I've never seen I've never seen someone have more fun than Fernando Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, at one point, I think during this montage or after, and there's like Gene doesn't hate anything more than crashing a car. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That Obviously. he shouldn't be embracing. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Whatever you do, it. don't crash this car. That's what you tell the drivers right, right before they leave the garage. You come in 19th and 20th every single time, but you don't bring this thing back with a scratch. And hey, fill up the tank, bud. I mean, come on. Which is also funny. I And like Mick literally talks about that too, like not going into a race thinking you're going to crash because that's just. 
that makes it worse. Um, mm. So it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's wild it's to have that looming prophecy. over your head. Also, so, it seems like their argument is not so much that he crashes, is that he totally wrecks the cars and like they have to make, you know, he, a he new crashes car in ones. spectacular so, fashion. So the idea yeah. that's like, oh, I just need to crash less. Less hard. <laughs> less hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut to Will Buxton doubting Mick. We see Mick doubt himself. Gunther calls Gene again. You can't develop talent. Uh, that they have that conversation. Then, then we see Gunther back at home chilling, talking to his wife. His wife who is uh, also interviewed. in North Carolina. Yeah, which is so yeah, funny. It's crazy. And and in her interview, she's just talk, really talking about how stressed he is. <laughs> yeah, and, she and was like a hundred ton book bag or something like that <laughs> that he like is carrying around or something. Um, she mentions that the drivers are uh their their sons the the principal the uh, team principal's sons it's all it's all a family of formula one family uh okay sure uh <laughs> i'd like to think that yeah i'd like to think that but there I it seems like all these conversations does. are like we gotta get mick out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> um from this scene we go to baku uh, there's this great little moment where, where we're seeing like the drivers kind of walk the track. Max is complaining about the wind, and we see <laughs> Joe. Like it's really gusty. Yeah, yeah. He hates the wind. He said he could hear the wind when he woke up, like rattling the windows. Um, <clears throat> Joe compares the track to the simulator and, and talks about how it's tighter in real life. And uh, this is very interesting to me to hear them talk about like. Like the only way to prepare for these races is essentially play a video game, which is crazy. Uh, it's the only way that they they can like you know have the track be muscle memory. Yeah. So for, to see them like this is why like, this is why you think you can do it. This is exactly yeah. why I could be oh, a championship driver. <laughs> as long as you're in Red Bull. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could probably get it done in a uh, in an Aston Martin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so from here, Gunther and Fred are talking about, uh, how they, they really need to not crash into each other. This race, it's such a funny bottom of the grid team principal conversation to be having. (laughs) Yeah. Like we desperately need, Hey, look, we both need a point this week. Yeah. I Success think it's best if it looks we just don't crash. Yeah, it, it looks different for every team. You know, Alpine wants to beat McLaren. Uh, Ferrari wants to beat Mercedes. And Haas just doesn't want to crash the cars into each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. This is such a a silly sport. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, we well, <clears throat> we hear about how Gene hates when cars crash, uh, and some guy tells Gunther that they, you, you, you know, you can get rid of, you can get rid of Mick if he's not working out. We don't see this is a faceless man. It kind of, it kind of looks like it's cut with a shot of uh, Gunther talking to Kev, like they, they, like they want it to look like it's Kevin who's who says it, but I don't, I 
do not believe that Kevin Magnuson in the no. middle of the season is like, well, you can get rid of the guy. Like that seems. No, I, yeah, I don't think that was. Him. That's fucked. If it's if it's Kevin Magnuson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it, it's. I think they actually say who it is. Hold on, I'm looking at the video now. So they show a shot of Jasper, Jesper Carlson, who's the relations manager for Kevin Magnuson. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And they show it through the glass, and then you don't see them talking, but I think – I'm not listening to it, but I think that that's who it was. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Of course. That's what I thought PR it was too. Guy? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's a PR guy. It's his, his rep. <laughs> they are always playing their own games. These Classic. These these mouthpieces for the talent. Fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. Uh, Gunther does a Sky Sports interview that he calls pretty nasty. Uh, when, yeah, it was just like normal questions. Yeah, it was. It, it <laughs> wasn't. I don't. I, I didn't. I, all I wrote down was Gunther thought it was nasty because, like, watching it, I was like, oh, this is just like an interview. Yeah. I wasn't like, ooh, I needed to write down they how nasty about, this interview is. Yeah, they ask him about Mick, but and he's like, oh, that was rough. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, and Gunther, Gunther ends this section by saying, uh, if Mick is free to leave if he doesn't like it at Haas. Yes. Um, Wouldn't that make his life easier? <laughs> sure. Sure seems that way. Um, from there, we get into a nice little montage of all I the pit so crews doing really their stretches, stretches together. I loved and it. And their matching outfits. It was so All complaining. <laughs> it's very cute. Should it's we very do that cute. at the company? Should we have a, a stretch session every day? <laughs> we should I'd definitely like have track seats for that. <laughs> yeah, it only yeah. works if we're all in the in the same outfit. Yeah, that's true. So one step at a time. Okay. Um, the race starts in Baku. Mick starts twentieth. Uh, Mick's goal just to have a clean race doesn't want to crash. Kevin's chasing Ocon, and his engine blows. He's out of the race. Uh, Mick dude. is in danger of being lapped he asks about uh his brakes overheating and we see gunther on the pit wall uh like uh, like his engineers like the brakes are fine it's fine mick push the car please and uh gunther off mic. yeah he holds the mic he holds it so so mick doesn't hear him he's going so fucking slow he doesn't need the brakes it's so so funny yeah that was the that was the moment where I fully turned on Gunther. <laughs> I, I mean, if he's driving the car that slow, where everyone's like, he's driving, he's asking about the brakes. He, like, he's gonna be able to take the turns without needing to use the brake because of how slow. If he's actually driving that slow, in Baku, I have to imagine the car is bad. I have to imagine yeah. the question was valid. Of course, the car is bad. Yeah, the car is bad. I mean, the scene before this is Kevin to the PR down. rep is like. They will rip him to pieces if he crashes another car. <laughs> so no <laughs> shit, he's driving slowly. Yeah, he's scared. He's scared. But you the have other to drive. engine just blew up. Like you have to drive fast in a car race. <laughs> like you, he, like there's, it wasn't there is, like that. <laughs> it's like if I'm on the highway, slow. right? 
I'm Matt on slaps the, people I'm all the time. That's... Yeah, it was like not that crazy to see him be lapped. And also Baku's like a crazy circuit. It's like a lot of sharp turns. But if he they was too, going... They were rude. I don't remember how... They were rude to how... my polite boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how, I how slow exactly he was going in this race. But if he was going... <laughs> If he was going as slow as if you're driving on the highway and you're going 65 and, the, and then you come up on someone who's driving 40, yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ. Like We should say he was getting lapped by the safety car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was wild. that uh, there. I guess it was assumed he's going so slow. Why not let the safety car race? <laughs> That's why I was out there. Um, he gets lapped and he's sad. He gets lapped. He's really bummed. He's sad. That was the saddest no I've ever heard. I know. It really bummed me out. It was this really This is such upsetting. a bummer of an episode. I'm like I shocked that you guys like this episode so no, much. No, I didn't. It made I me sad. I kind of hated it. This is all, but this is all part of why it's great this is it's this is it's tragedy look no okay well, we'll get to it but you kind of need a redemption arc for this to feel good this part yeah and yeah but it gets there it in really my eyes no, i think <laughs> this is why i said Verstappen ruins the narrative <laughs> yeah Verstappen does kind of ruin the narrative but but i'll look we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my place in my notes again. God damn it. He's uh, sad, the and then he, then he goes biking well, in Kunter the mountains. Says, no, you are fucking slow. And <laughs> Mick also says, I don't stop believing, which is also yeah. the saddest fucking it thing. Was, it was Especially so... when everyone else has, like, everyone else has lost faith in him. It's so sad. You see, like, the back, like, the... The fucking background, uh, the BTS, mm-hmm. everyone just like talking shit, giving up on him. And he's like, I've, I haven't lost faith. But also, you know, at the end of the season that he is out of the job, too. Yeah. So it's just it's yeah. And it all compounds it, the to way that he delivered it was like so like he wasn't even sure of what he was going to say. I know. That's what's so but great it was about also, it. But it was also like kind of. Hamilton-esque, like he was trying to copy Lewis Hamilton in a way that it made me laugh, but also like very upset and it's sad. It's so you guys are, you're looking at it the wrong way. I find this so endearing for Mick. This episode makes yeah. me like Mick oh, so it makes much. I mean, Mick. of course, Mick. yeah. But I, but I'm me the fuck sad. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone's mad at Mick. He goes back to Geneva. Uh, he as trains. One does. Yeah, as of course we all we've all been there. Yeah. Um, he's riding a bike with his personal trainer in the, the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my fucking life. Uh, Mick starts questioning his nepotism. Is what I wrote down. Uh, he believes in himself, uh, and I do not believe in Mick. Uh, at this point, <laughs> um, <clears throat> then we go from from Geneva to Silverstone. Back uh, at it. I wrote down how how gross fans are being, uh, asking Danny uh, to smile 
Like this is this is oh, this is no. all like gross shit <laughs> that that anyone any fan in any for anyone in any yeah. thing can be like telling telling give us a smile, Danny. Like yeah. he's like nah, mate. I, I gotta go. Give us a smile, love. And Lando, uh, he does Lando have a pretty, is, is a beautiful rushing smile, in. He does yeah. have a beautiful smile, but like Jesus, like this is just fucking don't be weird to people. Yeah, the Lando one was bad. L- yeah, too. Lando is rushing in uh, to to the place. Lando's always late. It seems he established why. I, yeah, I love I love that. <laughs> he has a girlfriend now. Yeah. <laughs> Lando has a girlfriend, so he's always late. Uh, he's rushing in. Someone's trying to get a picture with him, and he says, "I can't. I can't right now. I'm sorry." And someone, someone is like, "Oh, so grumpy today, Lando." Like, it's like, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was people don't owe you selfies, Jesus. Also, like these people are like the rich people that are close enough to the paddock yeah. somehow. <laughs> yeah, I assume. I actually don't know. Right, but Danny doesn't need to smile for you. Just yeah. be happy you saw him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, how I, saw I would, him, I would demand if a I, smile. If I saw, I wouldn't demand a smile from him. Like, I would smile. Hey, Dan. <laughs> how about a smile, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Why so it's down? It's not enough to watch you race. Because you're awful this year? <laughs> Gonna get a point today? <laughs> <laughs> um... From here, we we we're back in the in the Haas garage. Wait, we see the there's one there's one other thing that I really enjoyed, which was Christian Horner down on his knees talking to two children. Amazing scene. Amazing he was like, shot. Does anybody like Max or Checo? <laughs> yes. The girl thinks for a second she's like my granddad. Yeah, and then he like gets up to walk away. Your granddad. Okay. <laughs> Her granddad likes him. So okay. good. <laughs> so um, funny. <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah. Then, then we're back in in the, in the Haas garage. We see the 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 pit crew eating a little treat, which is funny to me. Like a little ice cream. <laughs> Just all of them together <laughs> eating ice cream. Um, Gene is at this race. There's not going to be a phone call today. It's going to be in person. Uh, so there's even more pressure on Mick. The big boss is there. Yeah. Um, I also talk a bit about, oh, I just, there's one other thing in the scene that I thought was so funny. Uh, well, there's a cut into Will Buxton talking about, you know, doubting Mick or whatever. And he says the line in like such a perfect accent, just like just a really funny way is like well it's not the car is it (laughs) just like (laughs) about Mick and I paused and had to watch it again it's great (laughs) great stuff Um, we see Gene and and Gunther talking about new drivers Uh, they're talking about maybe Daniel Ricciardo they can't afford Daniel Ricardo. He's too expensive. Uh, they say, "What about Hulkin?" Uh, and <laughs> it then cuts to Gunther being like, "You know, I'm pretty smart sometimes. Like, I think I, I think I know what's going on around here." Which is, I think it was the editing. It seemed like weird to 
have that like uh, to mention Hulkenberg and then cut to Gunther kind of reacting like that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. I'm pretty smart. I know one. Oh, we shouldn't do something. Uh, yeah. Uh, and of course, he's back on the team for this Spoiler. this season. Spoiler. Um, we see the Joe cr- crash one more time. Insane. Right? It's insane at this point. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind it. I don't mind you it. I don't mind it's it because... Absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. Three episodes in a row. To me, <laughs> it's crazy. a focal but it's it's a like, point. It's like a, like a Rashomon sort of situation <laughs> where you're seeing this story from all sides. Uh, yeah, so, no, so you're, not really. the you're putting so it's, much film, film school down on this episode. It's insane to me. It's good TV. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Drive to Survive is a, is a good show. Um, <laughs> believe it or not. So the cra- they show the crash again. Now, now we're seeing what's at stake from Haas's point of view. Um, and and a- after the restart, Mick is uh, is kind of killing it. He overtakes Stroll. He's flying. I hate to see that, but He's otherwise, flying. Uh, he uh, Daniel Ricardo pits, and they, and they tell him you're going to be racing Danny on his exit. Mick beats him to the exit and is ahead of of Ricardo. So he's 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 moving up. He's in P11 now, just outside of the points. Uh, Mick tries to pass Max. Max fights him off. Uh, again, this is this is this is why it was so important to see them as as children and seeing their fathers talking sure, about they'll, sure, they'll, sure. they will race. And here we are seeing them. Like you know, er, er, earlier on in the episode, we're seeing Mick struggle, and they're also cutting to Max. Like I'm taking it easy. I'm not pushing it too hard. This is going to be another easy win for me. And everyone's mad at Mick. So now we're seeing them driving head to head. Max is having difficulties with his car, which puts them in this position. <laughs> um, I yeah, this. I mean, <laughs> we love narrative structure, of course. Obviously, <laughs> we love. Uh, now it's coming back. You see the flashback of Verstappen and Schumacher with their young sons. <laughs> <laughs> but the I don't know I just like watching these battles because I mean it goes to the end of the race this battle they're fighting to yeah, the line like, so Max fights off Mick and, and Mick kind of falls back a bit but then he comes he comes catches back up with him and they are like Max has to defend yeah. against him until the very end of the race yeah um, Max does I'd say win, def- which yeah. is not great but still fun. His defense, his defense is like a little shady. He's doing a, he's they're going off the track at some yeah, point. Yeah, Max it's is like, Max is racing like Max does. Like 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 kind of a shitty guy. That's so like, dangerous. Like he man. had a like like if he if if I bet now that I know what I know about about the Verstappen family. Oh my god. I bet <laughs> Max was like, if I lose to Mick, father <laughs> is gonna is gonna leave me at the gas station one more time. Sure, yeah. I mean I, can't I think he give also give my position up to a Schumacher. 
I think he yeah, also. Yeah, this is why Max uh, would rather crash than lose a race. Yeah, but I I don't think it's just his dad. I think it's also him in this case. Like he'll never be able to live with himself. Yeah, Max would yeah. never able to be ever, ever be able to live with himself. Yeah, I mean he was upset about getting second place yesterday, like last week. He doesn't race to get second. No, he doesn't race to get second. And in um, this race, he got seventh, right? Yeah. <laughs> six and Mick, yeah, six gets, and Mick is Mick gets eighth. Thrilled. He's fucking ecstatic. His first career points. Uh this this to me, this is like Rocky. You know. You guys seen Rocky? You guys ever, yep. ever yes. heard of it? Yes. Rocky loses. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, Marika. Thank you. Rocky loses the fight. But it's such a huge victory for him. And that's the feeling I'm getting right now watching Mick. They say it at the beginning of the episode. His dream is to get points. And he gets his first points. It's Family is crying. This is so good. This is so good. This is He's such a like, good excuse episode. my swearing. He's so tiny. <laughs> um, it's so very kind. cute. Just a good boy. A sweetheart. Uh, people are crying the in the paddock. Yeah. His family's crying. They're crying tears of joy for, for Mick for eighth place. This is so sweet. This is this is such a sweet episode for such a sweet boy. Um, Mick scores points, and then they cut to a, a, a cold, stern Gunther in his Drive to Survive interview. And they ask Mick, you know, Mick scored points. Does that secure his seat? And he says, the seat is still open. He was cold and stern in that. Yeah. 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 Uh, And that is how the episode ends. So let's rate it, folks. If we like it, it's a push-push. If we don't like it, it's a box-box. I've been saying it all episode. And I'll say it again. This is great TV. It's a (laughs) push-push. I love the story. I love Mick Schumacher. Tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I think you're right. But it's still whenever I see on like my cue that it's a Haas episode, I can't bring myself to give a shit. It's very hard to give a shit because I think that they they rest on their laurels That's me and a little Alpha bit Tori. of being like Gunther is so funny. Like we'll just make him sound crazy in the interview, and I I'm tired of that shtick. And then I thought he was an asshole. Basically, mm-hmm. I. I was mad when I was watching this episode, so I think it's push push. But I think that actually means it's a box box because I felt something. Yeah, because I, you felt something, it's a box box. <laughs> Got it. Oh, sorry. Wait, no. The uh, the other one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, it was a box box because I'm annoyed, but it, it, I felt something, so it's a push push. That's okay. what I should have said. Okay. I agree that there is a lot of Gunter. I guess there kind of has to be. And I mean. I think the thing that's like Gunter's very entertaining when he's like he's kind of boisterous and he's got kind of an ego, but he also like eats a lot of shit just to be able to stay in Formula One. And that's the episodes that I think are really entertaining when he has to like pose next to a boat for the fucking, yeah. you know, Ikea knockoff <laughs> catalog or whatever. <laughs> or like, or have a Russian uh, driver. Yeah. Or have like a fake <laughs> energy drink company scam him out of millions of dollars. God, like, I think that's really best. funny when Gunter's like dealing with like, the terribleness of like just operating in this world of scams. But when he's actually just being a team principal and just being like mean about 
the realities of of a driver who's like not very good i think it kind of sucks and mick yeah yeah, very lovable and i didn't really know that much about him before this episode so i did like that i also am a little bit like i don't know it's hard to just frame this as like a in isolation just because of like well i don't know if i'll ever see mick schumacher again ever so i don't know how much i really care he's a reserve driver yeah he's in the right no for um mercedes Oh, he's right. he's Sick. the new Nick DeVries. He stands next to Toto during races. Tight. Which I think yeah. I think is great for Mick. I do too. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, right. what do you what do you rate it? Oh man, I don't know. Maybe um, I'm trying to come up with a middle ground between box, I'm a, box and I'm push, a push, push box. I'm I would a push say box. save the tires on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's tire. Con- really this episode good. is yeah. tire conservation. It's, yeah, it's dealing yeah, with yeah, tire yeah. deg. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm on. Yeah, I agree with Pyle because I love I love to see Mick. I love to see Mick happy, and I didn't like like I do I do appreciate the trajectory of this story, but I don't like the focus on Gunther and all of the shots of him just gossiping around about this like very sweet boy's livelihood and job <laughs> felt so weird to me but uh yeah so i i'm uh i'm between on this one okay i was really hoping i would i would do such a good job lobbying that this would be you did push, push you did i i was gonna box box this. yeah i was gonna but it's I was, fine. Yeah. That's everyone it. Has their own brains with their own thoughts, and that's fine. I do appreciate that <laughs> you, you really did instill the structure for me. Yeah, sure, sure. I yeah. will not watch another episode of Drivers Survive the same way. Thanks for teaching <laughs> us about film, dude. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're welcome, guys. I'm glad I learned about it's Rocky. It's my life's too. joy. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling Rocky for us, man. Yeah. Rocky no dies in the end. It is also my life's joy to spoil Rocky for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, that's it for this episode of Drive to Survive. Uh, next week or the next uh the next episode of Drive to Survive, according to the previews, looks like a McLaren episode. We see a lot of Zach Brown. Mm-hmm. In, uh, and there's in, a shot of there's a shot of Christian Horner saying, "The higher you rise, the shop of the knives." Uh, yeah, uh, there's. <laughs> So good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the 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 later the season, there's there's a bunch of just like little quotes out of context. The shop there's of the that knives. one, and the one that I wrote down was Zach <laughs> Zach Brown uh, saying, "It's not extra pickles on a sandwich." <laughs> Beautiful. Zach Brown thinking about food. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> you fat loser. Oh Get him. uh hey that'll do it for this week's episode of the pit wall uh follow us on instagram and tiktok at pitwall pod uh send us questions on uh on instagram in the dms slide into the dms uh box box into our dms (laughs) great and it looked like she was gonna puke there (laughs) I don't like it. <laughs> uh, rate and review five stars on Apple and Spotify. Uh, that'll do it. Vroom, 
room to all. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just trying to think. He's sometimes he's losing it, folks. He doesn't want to crash the car. So I'm like, I think I'm done. Okay, I think I'm done. Vroom vroom to all, and to all a beep beep. We'll see you next week. That was a Hidgum original.